All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Praise the Process. Feature my friend Miranda, formerly known as Foster, um, now. Shoot, how do you say last name? Mazera. Mazera. <laughs> Mazera. That's okay. I won't um, go against you. So, Miranda um, was a volleyball player, and I was working with the soccer team, and so there was a lot of overlap through ministries in college. Um, like FCA and our church, The Bridge. So how are you doing today, Miranda? I'm good. How are you, Vic? I'm great. I'm glad to be. Um, so you're my second stop in Maryville, Missouri on nice. the podcast. Um, Brody Buck was my last interviewee and yeah. now you. So I'm excited to have these stops along the way. Um, so for those of you that don't know you, probably the three people in the world that don't know you, um, <laughs> tell, tell them who you are. What you're about? Well, hello. Like Victor said, my name's Miranda. Um, and I would say that I'm a jack of many trades. Um, I won't say all, because <laughs> I don't think I do everything, but I do a lot of things. Uh, like Victor said, I played volleyball in college. And even all throughout college, I felt like I kept my plate pretty full. Um, but after finishing up with college, I got my degree in communications and public relations. And then I went off back to Colorado where my family was so I could move back home and save a little bit of money. Um, and I got a job as a marketing coordinator actually at an outlet mall in Castle Rock. So if you ever go to the outlets at Castle Rock, I used to work there. And um, yeah, so got a job out in Colorado, was struggling a little bit um, at that time, just with wanting to be independent because I had had that for four years in college. And so moving back home was kind of tough, but then I actually had an opportunity to come back to Maryville. So for those of y'all who don't know, Maryville is where Vic and I went to college um, and be the graduate assistant coach for the volleyball team. So I was really excited because I loved my coaches when I played and was really looking forward to an opportunity to kind of come back to the area where my faith grew the most and where my community was so emboldened and just, um, you know, just really vibrant here. So excited to come back, was a GA for a while. And then, like I said, I'm a jack of many trades. So I've kind of done a lot of things since then. Yeah. And, and she's being very humble because uh, since being back, she coached a high school yeah. volleyball team to a state <laughs> championship. What was that like? Oh, it was, it was awesome because it was during the fall of 2020. So, you know, COVID was still pretty new. There was mm -hmm. a lot going on with that. We didn't even know if we would have a season. First week of school, kids are getting quarantined. Um, you know, seniors unsure of if they're going to have their senior season. So just a lot of uncertainty around that. And I think it was a beautiful thing, though, because we weren't allowed to have fans which was pretty weird. Wow. You know, you get your mom and your dad, they could come. But other than that, you know, playing the sport you love and not being able to um, feel that support from your peers. I know the girls felt that challenge, but it was also a testament to just their dedication and willingness to work because they loved the sport, mm -hmm. not, not just for the fans. And so it was really cool because we not only did we get an entire season, but to go to state and then win it for the first time in girls sport history for Maryville Spoof Hounds was pretty cool. Wow. So when yeah. did you at at what point of the season were you like, I think we could do this? 
Do you remember that? Do, do you remember getting to that point where you're like, I think we can make it all the way? Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit of a dreamer. So I think going into the season, I, I definitely had an idea that we had the capacity with just the number of athletes we had on the squad at that time. So going into the season, I was like, that's a real possibility. But definitely when, you know, we'd only lost one regular season game in 12 games, it mm-hmm. was it was evident that these girls were, you know, on fire and, and had the right focus to make it all the way. So that yeah. was cool. Yeah. So now you've you've moved on from from that but you are still doing a little bit of private coaching is Mm -hmm. that right yeah so talk about some things that like what are some next steps now like where do you hope to be going um in the next let's say i don't know five to ten ish years yeah well so prior to last volleyball season uh, my husband and i peyton got married and so that's kind of where i'm at nowadays like you said i'm doing private lessons and that's been a huge blessing just to be able to have that one-on-one time with these girls that um, a lot of them come from the high school team that I coached and just being able to be involved in their lives and you know be a presence and hopefully a vessel for light for them is hugely important but then also learning how to be a good wife how to be a good homemaker you know I think um a lot of people might find that to be a simple goal, but it's something that I really want to be good at and how I want to serve my husband is through loving him well and, and building our home. And so we just have a few things that we're working on right now in order to, to both eventually be able to work from home and, and have time for our family and each other. So, yeah. Do you want me to kind of go into all that? Uh, we, we can. Um, I want to to go back to a thing you said, you said where you want to be like a homemaker, right? And and you, you said that's a simple thought. Do you think a lot of women, let's say, let's say in their Mm twenties, do you think they're thinking that way? I think in your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, I think there's a lot of societal pressure nowadays to, to have more, to do more, to be more. Mm -hmm. And especially as a woman, uh, we just live in this day and age where uh, it's surrounded by women empowerment, mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing by any means in my mind. Um, but I do think it's sometimes the simple things get overlooked, yeah. like being a homemaker and just you know loving the people well around you. And um, it's something I wrestle with in myself too, being you know a business owner. A, an attempted entrepreneur it's like obviously I have these dreams and aspirations but just remembering also how God designed me and the the purpose that I can fulfill in my home first and foremost mm-hmm. is something that I've really tried to um, take a hold of and do well so yeah yeah if if you had to give any woman like advice just a quick mm-hmm. little like nugget as far as just thinking more like simple, like mm-hmm. simplicity of just life, like what would be just a quick little nugget? Yeah, I think something that really helps me recenter is remembering the hierarchy of importance of things in our lives. So for me, you know, love God and love people. That's mm-hmm. the most simple, but if you kind of expand that a little bit more, it's love God first love my husband second, love my family third, family and friends kind of go in that together, 
and then from there everything else can kind of you know have little subcategories in the hierarchy so yeah that's good i i once heard so those of you by now have heard me say that i've used to be a soccer coach and where when i met miranda i was coaching with the northwest women's soccer team and through my my coaching experience i heard this quote about soccer and it was soccer is simple but it's hard to play simple and mm. i as I started my walk with Christ, I started to just think about it through that lens of like, mm -hmm. really Jesus simplified it for us. And he said to love God mm -hmm. and to love others. Mm -hmm. But yet we make to, but it's hard to do those things. It's simple, but mm -hmm. it's hard to do those things simple. And so I think it's good that, that you're, you're an encourager. And through all the many avenues that you do, you encourage people to think simply, Thanks. which is awesome. Thank you. Um, and so as I mentioned, like those different avenues that you are doing, um, talk about like why you guys want to do those things, you and your husband, Peyton. Yeah. Why do you guys want to do, you know, do private coaching and you're working with Monet and those other things? Yeah. Um, I kind of started, well, I kind of started Monet on, on my own before we were married. Okay. So that kind of carried yeah. through. But just now that we are married and we talk more about what we want for our futures, a family is obviously one of them, and we both have acknowledged the importance, like I said, you know, God, husband, family, um, and so the importance of that family unit, and he and I have talked a lot about how we want to raise them, what do we want to do education-wise, and, you know, there's a real possibility, high likelihood, actually, that uh, we'll probably homeschool, so mm -hmm. just keeping that in mind, as well as other things that you know we want to instill in our family unit it's lending towards us I, I say need kind of loosely but needing different streams of income so mm -hmm. that we can you know potentially live off of passive income and then have that time freedom for each other and for our family so yeah that's kind of played out in like you said private coaching Monet we do, um, I guess for those who don't know what Monet is, it's a network marketing uh, direct sales company. It's hair care and skin care predominantly, but there's a lot of new things being added all the time. And so I got into that prior to dating Peyton and prior to us being married, but it's actually become something that's been an asset to us financially that we're hoping to grow. And so along with that, we also do Airbnb nice. with our home which has been uh, a learning experience and something we see a lot of potential in down the road with potentially other real estate properties. And then yeah. um, we also have a weight room installation business. So a lot of different things, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. What's been the most challenging out of those things that you listed? Um, like the actual job itself? Yeah, or yeah, just the actual job itself. I think the most challenging one is probably the weight room installation just because we're learning as we go it's something that we've kind of built per se quote unquote from the ground up and we, mm -hmm. we don't quite know where that's going um or the potential that that has so we're just you know trying to improve our communication with our clients and with our and you know the people that contract us and really try to do better at what we're doing with that but we don't have like a guidebook so that's been kind of challenging just learning yeah. how to do that together and and that's literally just 
in the title of weight installation where you guys just go to different places and just build gyms, right? Like you guys yeah. put together all the equipment. Yeah. So, so far there's a specific um, company that has weight room equipment that has contracted us for the jobs that they've already secured to send guys out and help put the weight rooms together. So like you said, we, we build the weight racks, we build the dumbbell racks, we put in the you know cable machines, all that jazz. And so finding guys to do that job, communicating with the people who are contracting us and, you know, bridging that gap and creating um, a good team of people to go out and do those things has been challenging, but fun. So Yeah. Out of those things that you listed, so I asked you what was the most challenging, what's been the most rewarding, the most just freeing, like life-giving, mm-hmm. rewarding out of those? That's hard. I would say it's kind of a tie between... Um, and it, it fluctuates, but between private lessons and Monate for me specifically, just because they do different things and they require different things of me. So with private coaching, I kind of touched on it earlier, but I just have that opportunity to get one-on-one attention with those girls and, and really just to encourage them and to um, build them up in their strengths and show them their potential. And so that is super rewarding. It's rewarding to see them be able to serve the ball over the net for the first time because they didn't know the body mechanics behind it prior. And just really to to help teach them things they've never known before. I, I love being able to do that. And then with my hair care business, it's been super rewarding to grow in my discipline and contentment in the Lord more than anything because it can be extremely tempting to you know, desire so much success. Like I was saying earlier, just want more, do more, be more. And so it's been rewarding in the fact that it's truly tested my faith Mm. in the Lord and, and trusting his provision above all else and not my own skill and not my own abilities in it. So that's been cool to see myself grow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so when, when you and I first met, uh, I was just, I was just dipping my toes in faith Mm. Like literally just, what is this about? <laughs> Stepping into the church. And we got to see a lot of ministry happen where you and I yeah. both interned at the same church. Got to be a part of a dope uh, Bible study yes. that was eventually called the Cookie, Cookie Club. Club. Um, you want to you tell the people what Cookie Club is? Yes. What it's about? Hello, people. Cookie Club <laughs> is thebomb.com. But uh, pretty much it was just a group of us that decided... Um, I wasn't even part of the decision-making process. I was just part of the invitation to join this group of people who really wanted to delve into the Word and into fellowship. Um, and so we'd get together. We would literally make cookies. Sometimes we'd forget, so we'd bring cookies. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's Chips Ahoy, Oreos, whatever, we'd enjoy some cookies. And um, But it was two-part because cookies were also like nuggets of truth, wisdom, right or just the word that we'd seen applied in our lives throughout that week. So we right. would try to meet together weekly, but sometimes it ended up being like three times a week that yeah. we'd, you know, get together and just come around each yeah. other. So. Well, a lot of it ended up just being like, well, FCA was Monday, and then yeah. Bridge Collegiate was Tuesday, yes. and then Cookie Club was Thursday, but all the same people were there. Yeah. So it's like it became Cookie Club like three nights a week. Yeah, Cookie and, Club extended. Right. Um, so your, your faith as you mentioned earlier, before you went to Colorado, 
or sorry, on your way to Colorado, you were kind of bummed because you left that faith community. Yeah. So what's your faith community been like now since being back? Yeah. And a lot of us, myself included, have left Maryville. Yeah. Um, what's what's your faith been like now in Maryville? So it was kind of interesting when Peyton and I first started dating because I was still involved with the bridge. I was singing on the worship team and, um, you know, trying to still be present in the collegiate ministry as best as I could. But then when we started dating, he went to a different church called Laura Street. And so we try to serve each other in visiting each other's churches. And finally, I, um, after being somewhat stubborn, I was like, I will make your church my home church as well. Um, so we started going to the Laura Street uh, way more regularly. And at first, it was it was so different from what I experienced in not only the bridge here in college, but also my church back home and what I'd been used to growing up. So, like, I wasn't used to hymns. I wasn't used to uh, the structure of the service. And it, I think I got kind of hung up on that for a little bit mm. and thought I, I was thinking too much about the worship, honestly, because yeah. I'm very musically driven and so I was like man I feel like I'm not quite getting into worship here and it truly was a work on my heart because God showed me that there's way more to church than worship and truly that church is not even the place or you know the event on Sunday morning it's the body of believers and and what that looked like is I started to get to know the people at Laura Street and Peyton and I started to be mentored by people you know, couples who'd done what we're we're trying to do and who have such strong family units, um, who have homeschooled, who have done all these things that, you know, our eyes are now opened to and see the goodness in and the fruits of their labor that we're hopefully, you know, going to be able to implement into our own lives. And so we have an amazing community of people around us who just encourage us in our own relationship, but also encourage us to turn to the word above all else and just you know, God's word is truth. So yeah, really seeking that out in everything that we do. That's good. Yeah. So for, for those of you listening, Mary, just to give to some context, Maryville, Missouri, um, it's a pretty small town. It's, <laughs> it's a town of about maybe 10,000. Um, and the bridge was, was a church. Um, that still is a church, um, here in Maryville, Missouri, where Miranda and I both interned. And now, as she's mentioning, she's now attending Laurel Street Baptist, right, mm-hmm. um, church. And and so just to give you all a little clarity and context to some of the names that we're bringing up. And, and this, this town also has our college, Northwest Missouri State, which the enrollment's about 6,000, just to give you a little context to the size. And um, has that been hard for you to separate, like, the college life to, like, now the post-college adult life? still being in the same town? It was kind of hard at first, yeah, because, you know, being an athlete at the college, there were a lot of people that I didn't even know that knew of, of the volleyball team, you know, just from being in attendance at the games, um, that now that I'm an adult and a working adult in the same community, it's been interesting to kind of get to meet them and and understand life outside of the college bubble. Because like, mm-hmm. you don't really realize when you're in it, it's a bubble. Yeah. And definitely. that there's life outside of it. Yeah. And so 
yeah, it was hard at first, but now it's really, uh, it's really refreshing actually to, to just have a life outside of the university that's still in such a safe community and a loving community. And, you know, it has its challenges because I've always grown up in a bigger city. And so I think it's definitely been challenging to understand that in a small town, everybody kind of knows what's going on uh, with your life, even if you don't want them to. Mm -hmm. But there are some benefits and pros to that as well. Just like having that family-oriented community too which yeah. is what we found at Laura Street. Um, so it's good and bad. Yeah. So if, if anybody wanted to know more about you or wanted to know more about your product with Monet, like how would they, how would they <laughs> get a hold of you? Thanks for the plug, Vic. Uh, okay, so my Instagram handle is at Miranda Mazera, M-I-R-A-N-D-A-M-I-Z-E-R-A. And... I'm not going to give you my cell phone number, <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, I'd say Instagram is probably the best way to find me. I'm pretty active on there. I like to utilize that as, like I said earlier, a way to encourage, um, but also a way to connect with new people. I'm very social and very much an extrovert. And so I always love seeing other people, how they live life and what they're passionate about and just being able to you know, encourage in any way that I can. But I also talk a lot about the products, how I use them in my daily life, because they truly are a daily staple in my lifestyle now. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, Miranda, you are, as we talked about earlier, pre-recording, that you are a life encourager. <laughs> um, you didn't want the life coach yeah. title. Uh, but I, I think it fits, the, the life encourager and... Um, I'm excited for what you and Peyton are doing here in Maryville, Missouri, and that you guys can, can use your strengths as a life encourager to, whether it's coaching, whether it's doing mentorship through Monet, or mm -hmm. doing the weight installation that you are able to just encourage those that you come in contact with. Thank um, you. So, excited for you guys, and that's it yeah. on this episode of Praise the Process. Thanks for having me.